Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Who Knows. My name is Chris, and I am reading a book today. The Guy with the Mustache. Um, I like to read. If you're new here, you are not at the beginning of a book, so... Unless you want to read this chapter. It's what this whole book is about. You can come to any chapter of this book. And you don't need to read it in full context to understand what they're talking about. And that's why I love this book so much. Um, it's really good. It's called Illusions. The Adventures of a Reluctant Messiah. Uh, it's by Rick Richard Bach. And... I guess he wrote a couple other books, which I still haven't checked out, but Jonathan Livingston Siegel and One. Those are the two books he wrote before this one. Um, and on the back of the book, it says, More than a great national best bestseller, it's a great way of looking at life. Um, it really is. So I'm going to get right into it. I'll read two chapters for this episode. This book is really short, really easy to read, um, really easy to grasp everything. You know, it's a, it's a good book. So uh, without wasting any more of your precious time. Chapter three. Throngs and masses and crowds of people. Torrents of humanity pouring against one man in the middle of them all. Then the people came in an ocean that would drown the man, but instead of drowning, he walked over the ocean, whistling and disappeared. The ocean of water changed to an ocean of grass. A white and gold travel air 4000 came down to land on the grass, and the pilot got out of the cockpit, cockpit and put up a cloth sign. Fly, $3, fly. It was 3 o'clock in the morning when I woke from the dream remembering it all, and for some reason happy for it. I opened my eyes to see in the moonlight that big travel air parked alongside the fleet. Shimoda sat on his bedroll as he had when, I first, when first I met him, leaning back against the left wheel of his airplane. It wasn't what I saw. It wasn't that I saw him clearly. I just knew he was there. Hi, Richard, he said quietly in the dark. Does that tell you what's going on? Does what tell me? I said foggily. I was still remembering and didn't think to be surprised that he'd be awake. Your dream, the guy in the crowds in the airplane, he said patiently. You were cautious about me, so now you know. Okay? There were news stories. Donald Shimoda, the one they were beginning to call the Mechanic Messiah, the American Avatar who disappeared one day in front of 25,000 eyewitnesses. I did remember that had read it on a small-town Ohio newspaper rack because it was on the front page. Donald Shimoda? At your service, he said. Now you know, so you don't have to puzzle me out anymore. Go back to sleep. I thought about that for a long time before I slept. Are you allowed? I didn't think. You get a job like that, the Messiah, you're supposed to save the world, aren't you? I didn't know the Messiah could just turn in his keys like that and quit. I sat high on the top, cowling of the fleet, and considered my strange friend. 
Toss me a nine sixteenths, would you please, Don? He hunted in the tool bag and pitched the wrench up to me. As with the other tools that morning, the one he threw slowed and stopped within a foot of me, floating weightless, turning lazy in mid-air. The moment I touched it, though, it went heavy in my hand, and every day, chrome, vanadium, aircraft, and wrench, well, not quite every day, ever since a cheap 7 eighths broke in my hand, I bought the best tools a man can have. This one happened to be a snap-on, which, as any mechanic knows, is not your everyday wrench. Might as well be made of gold, the price of the thing, but it's a joy in the hand, and you know it will never break, no matter what you do with it. Of course you can quit. Quit anything you want. If you change your mind about doing it, you can quit breathing if you want to. He floated a Phillips screwdriver for his own amusement. So I quit being the messiah, and if I sound a little defensive, it's maybe because I'm still a little defensive. Better than keeping the job and hating it. A good messiah hates nothing and is free to walk any path he wants to walk. Well, that's true for everybody, of course. We're all the sons of God or children of the is or ideas of the mind. <clears throat> or however else you want it, however else you want to say it. I worked at tightening the cylinder base nuts on the Kinner engine, a good power plant, the old B5. But these nuts want to loosen themselves every hundred flying hours or so. And it's wise to stay one jump ahead. Sure enough, the first one I put the wrench to went a quarter turn tighter, and I was glad for my wisdom to check them all this morning before flying any more customers. Well, yes, Don, but it seems as if Messiahine would be different from other jobs, you know. Jesus going back to hammering nails for a living? Maybe it just sounds odd. <laughs> he considered that, trying to see my point. I don't see your point. Strange thing about that is he didn't quit when they first started calling him Savior. Instead, at that piece of bad news, he tried logic. Okay, I'm the Son of God, but so are we all. I'm the Savior, but so are you. The works that I do, you can do. Anybody in their right mind understands that. It was hot up in the cowley, but it didn't feel like work. The more I want to get something done, the less I call it work. Satisfying to know that I was keeping the cylinders from flying off the engine. Say, you want another wrench, he said. I do not want another wrench, and I happen to be so spiritually advanced that I consider these tricks of yours mere party games, Shimoda, of a moderately evolved soul, or maybe a beginning hypnotist. A hypnotist? Boy, are you ever getting warm. But better hypnotist than Messiah. What a dull job. Why didn't I know it was going to be a dull job? You did, I said wisely. He just laughed. Did you ever consider, Don, that it might not, that it might not be so easy to quit after all? That you might not just settle down right down. You might not just settle right down to the life of a normal human being. He didn't laugh at that. You're right, of course, he said, and ran his fingers through his black hair. Stay in any one place too long, more than a day or two, and people knew I was something strange. Brush against my sleeve, you're healed of terminal cancer, and before the week's out, there, I'm back in the middle of a crowd again. This airplane keeps me moving, and nobody knows where I came from or where I'm going next, which suits me pretty well. You're going to have a tougher time than you think, Don. Oh? 
Yeah, the whole notion of our time is from the material toward the spiritual. Slow as it is, it's still a pretty huge motion. I don't think the world is going to let you alone. It's not me they want. It's the miracles. And those I can teach to somebody else. Let him be the Messiah. I won't tell him it's a dull job. And besides, there's no problem so big that it cannot be run away from. I slid from the cowling down to the hay and began tightening the cylinder nuts on number three and four cylinders. Not all of them are loose, but some were. You are quoting Snoopy the dog, I believe. I'll quote the truth wherever I find it, thank you. You can't run away, Don. What if I start worshipping you right now? What if I get tired of working on my engine and start begging you to heal it for me? Look, I'll give you every dime I make from now to sundown if you just teach me how to float in the air. If you don't do it, then I'll know that I'm supposed to start praying to you. Holy One, sent to lift my burden. He just smiled at me. I still don't think he understood that he couldn't run away. How could I know that when he didn't? Did you have the whole show, like you see in the movies from Indiana or India? Crowds in the streets, billions of hands touching you, flowers and incense, golden platforms with silver tapestries for you to stand on when you spoke? No. Even before I asked for the job, I knew I couldn't stand that. So I chose the United States, and I just got the crowds. It was pain for him, remembering, and I was sorry I had brought the whole thing up. He sat in the hay and, t and talked on, looking through me. I wanted to say, for the love of God, if you want freedom and joy so much, can't you see it's not everywhere outside of you? It's not anywhere outside of you? Say you have it, and you have it. Act as if it's yours, and it is. Richard, what is so damned hard about that? But they didn't even hear most of them. Miracles, like going to auto races to see crashes. They came to see me. They came to, to me to see miracles. First, it's frustrating, and then after a while, it just gets dull. I have no idea how the other messiahs could stand it. You put it that way. It does lose some of its charm, I said. I tightened the last nut and put the tools away. Where are we headed today? He walked to my cockpit, and instead of wiping the bugs off my windshield, he passed his hand over it and smashed the little creatures, and the smashed little creatures came alive and flew away. His own windshield never needed cleaning, of course, and now I knew his engine would never need any maintenance either. I don't know, he said. I don't know where we're, he we're headed. What do you mean? You know the past and the future of all things. You know exactly where we're going. He sighed. Yeah, but I try not to think about it. For a while, as I was working on the cylinders, I got to thinking, wow, all I have to do is stay with this guy and there will be no problems. Nothing bad will happen and everything will turn out fine. But the way he said that, I try not to think about it, made me remember what happened, what had happened to the other messiahs sent into this world. Common sense shouted at me to turn south after takeoff and get as far away from the man as I could get. But as I said, it gets lonely, flying this way alone. And I was glad to find him, just to have somebody to talk to who knew an aileron from a vertical stabilizer. I should have turned south, but after takeoff, I stayed with him and we flew north and east into that future that he tried not to think about. Chapter 4 Where do you learn all this stuff, Don? You know so much, or maybe I just think you do. No, you do know a lot. Is it all practice? Don't you get any formal training to be a master? They give you a book to read. I hung a flesh-washed 
silk scarf on the fly wires and stared at him. A book? Savior's Manual. It's kind of the Bible for masters. There's a copy around here somewhere if you're interested. Yes, yes. You mean a regular book that tells you? He rummaged around for a while in the baggage space behind the headrest of the travel air and came up with a small volume bound in what looked like suede. Messiah's Handbook. Reminders for the Advanced Soul. What do you mean, Savior's Manual? This says Messiah's Handbook. Something like that. He started to pick up things around his airplane, as though he thought it was time to be moving on. I leaf through the book, a collection of maxims and short paragraphs. Perspective. Use it or lose it. If you turn to this page, you're forgetting that what is going on around you is not reality. Think about that. Remember where you came from, where you're going and why you created the mess you got yourself into in the first place. You're going to die a horrible death. Remember, it's all good training, and you'll enjoy it more if you keep the facts in mind. Take your dying with some seriousness, however. Laughing on the way to your execution is not generally understood by less advanced life forms, and they'll call you crazy. Have you read this about losing your perspective, Don? No. It says you have to die a horrible death. You don't have to. Depends on the circumstances and how you feel like arranging things. Are you going to die a horrible death? I don't know. Not much point in it, would you think? Now that I've quit the job, a quiet little ascension ought to be enough. <laughs> I'll decide in a few weeks when I finish what I came for. I put him down for kidding the way he did from time to time. And didn't know that when he was serious about the few I didn't know then that he was serious about the few weeks. I went in I went on into the book. It was the kind of knowledge a master would need, alright. Learning is finding out what you already know. Doing is demonstrating that you know it. Teaching is reminding others that they know just as well as you. You are all learners, doers, and teachers. Your only obligation in any <clears throat> excuse me, in any lifetime is to be true to yourself. Being true to anyone else or anything else is not only impossible, but the mark of a fake messiah. <laughs> the simplest questions are the most profound. Where were you born? Where is your home? Where are you going? What are you doing? Think about these once in a while and watch your answers change. You teach best what you most need to learn. You're awfully quiet over there, Richard, said Shimoda, as though he wanted to talk with me. Yeah, I said, and went on reading. If this was a book for masters only, I didn't want to let go of it. Live never to be ashamed of anything you do or say is published around the world, even if what is published is not true. <laughs> your friends will know you better in the first minute you meet than your acquaintances will know you in a thousand years. The best way to avoid responsibility is to say, I've got responsibilities. <laughs> I noticed something strange about the book. 
The pages don't have any numbers on them, Don. No, he said. You just open it, and whatever you need to hear, whatever you need most is there. A magic book. No, you can do it with any book. You can do it with an old newspaper, if you read carefully enough. Haven't you done that? Hold some problem in your mind, and then open any book handy and see what it tells you? No. Well, try it sometime. I tried. I closed my eyes and wondered what was going to happen to me if I stayed much longer with the strange person. It was fun to be with him, but I couldn't shake the sense that something not fun at all was going to happen to him before long, and I didn't want to be around when it did. Thinking that, I opened the book with my eyes still closed, then opened them and read. You are led through your inner light, through your lifetime, by the inner learning creature, the playful spiritual being that is your real self. Don't turn away from possible futures before you're certain you don't have anything to learn from them. You're always free to change your mind and choose a different future or a different past. Choose the different past, literally or figuratively, or how did it mean? I think my mind just boggled, Don. I don't know how I could possibly learn this stuff. Practice. A little theory and a lot of practice, he said. Take, take you about a week and a half. A week and a half? Yeah. Believe you know all the answers and you know all the answers. Believe you're a master and you are. I never said I wanted to be any master. That's right, he said. You didn't. But I kept the handbook, and he never asked for it back.